I feel the future of ABM is authenticity-based marketing. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Wednesday, so this is our hashtag one thing episode. Sangram and I discuss various topics that are applicable to you and our community, like personal development, trends in the marketplace, big wins, big mistakes, and more. Here we go. Welcome back to the Flip My Funnel podcast. If you have not been listening for the last couple of weeks, we are in a three-part series. This is the third part of that series on the future of ABM. My name is James Carberry. I am one of the producers of the show. I'm joined, as always, by Sangram Vajray. Sangram, how are you doing today, man? Boom, 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 man. This is the finale. This is where yeah. we bring this together. I don't think we've ever done a three-part series. Oh, we have not in the 100-plus episodes so far. So so if, uh, if for whatever reason, this is the first of this three-part series that folks are, are listening to. Can you do kind of a quick synopsis on part one and part two real quick? All right, man, 30 seconds. So, and, and you got to listen to the last two parts because they are, they, we had a lot of fun and blast and, and I hope you do too. And, and hope, and hopefully it will really make this part even more fun and exciting for you as it is for us. So the, the three part series has been all about the brutal truth. What got us here, the three stages of marketing and sales evolution, which is really all about where you are, plot yourself on this chart, if you will, of where you are on the evolutionary stages of marketing and sales from best in class uh, to anywhere you want to go. And then today, we're going to really unpack the promised land. Like, What is the future of, of ABM? And, and really quickly, brutal truth, it's about the value of marketing is defined by sales. The three stages we talked about was truly all about one night stands, which should be fun. Just that word, your phrase should get you to go <laughs> listen to that. Like, well, are you a one night stand market or sales? It will help you understand and, and really self-evaluate. No judgments. Engagement is the new measurement and, and all about serving customers and future customers. So today, we are ready to think and talk about now that we know the history, now that we can plot ourselves where we are, we can truly look in the future, no timeline of of any sorts, just look in the future and say, where is the promised land? I love it. So what is this saying? let's, Let's dive into it. The future of ABM is what? So as most people would expect, as a founder of a tech company, you know, I would say more tech. And, <laughs> you know, because that is how, you know, a tech company founder makes money. Uh, if somebody is still you know, wondering how you, how you do, you know, why do you do what I do? Anyway, so the point being, but I, the reality is, I don't think that's the truth. As a matter of fact, the truth in my way, and in some ways, it actually coincides with the the, the letters ABM, I feel the future of ABM is authenticity-based marketing. Mm. Now, now, this might be a little bit of like, wait a minute, authenticity has been like over-talk, you know, yeah. people are using it left, right, and, and other. And now here, here comes Sangram and James again, you know, making it cute and saying, <laughs> well, again, authenticity-based marketing. But I, I think we truly, truly, we hope that today we can unpack this a little bit, share some stories, and and hopefully recognize that, look, at the end of the day, it hasn't been changed that we are all humans. And as long as we're in the human business, authenticity will always create more trust. And that is one thing that will never change and will never make anybody less or more effective. So so I'm, I'm all about authenticity. And I feel like people need to take a little bit of a deeper dive into this topic. 
Yeah. And I love that you talked about how it is kind of this buzzword that is used a whole lot. But it's so it's all about kind of what are what are the stories of kind of authenticity in action, really? Like and that's what I'm excited to dive into in this episode, because I think you guys and other brands have been doing marketing in this way for a while now. So could you dive into some of the stories of kind of at Terminus? What does authenticity based marketing look like? Absolutely, man. I'll share a few examples with a full disclaimer like, hey, look, we're not perfect. We are trying to be as human as possible, uh, you know, in in every way. And and we goof up. We make mistakes. And I think that is the part of being authentic, because if it's perfect, if you get a perfect email from us every time, then we are machines. But if you don't goof up that there's no fun in it. So yep. here are some of the examples. And at the end of the day, authenticity means that it has to be people driven and it can be one person. It means and the whole company needs to be. So we're trying to create a very uh, authenticity based culture uh, where we are asking mm-hmm. every one of our, or, or more than asking, really, you're not going around and saying, hey, be authentic, be authentic. <laughs> it's, it's more of like, hey, we are all trying acting as it, and it it really helps other people to act the same way. So as an example, we are huge on writing handwritten notes. So I would, on a given month, write 10, 15 notes for not just internal people, but also sometimes for our customers or partners. And it literally is a handwritten note for me, for somebody on the sales team who just closed a great deal. And, and I would, instead of just sending a, hey, awesome, great job email, I'll take the time to write a quick note to him. Mm. So that's something that I try to do. I know we did an episode with Taylor on the podcast that you should listen to. She has done 3000 videos. Now, this is the part where it goes from one person internally doing to now this person taking that and saying, you know what? I want to be authentic. And and yeah. and, and she started doing videos and now she has done over 3000 videos. You should listen to her podcast. Her episode uh, is incredible. Her she she totally she nailed it and it's 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 the results that she gets are like incredible. And she has done 3000 videos where she is literally getting in front of a camera and personalizing a complete message to them and saying that hey so and so, I know you like, you know, this kind of stuff, so I'm going to create this message that is very specific to you, your brand or your problem and she nails it. It's like 30 seconds or less. And it's incredible the kind of results she gets. Another thing, James, that we're trying to do as part of being very more customer centric as something that we talked about in the last episode uh, and being more authentic is to expose our entire organization to who our customer looks like, Mm. talks like, feels like, and thinks like. So what we are trying to do, we launched this customer of the month program. And I'm personally invested in this program where we're bringing in a customer in our office, either locally or we are flying somebody down from somewhere. So last time we had Charles Colo and we turned that into even a podcast. So so we want everybody else to listen to their story. But how Charles became an amazing marketer and his story, his journey, how he measures success and where he wants to go from here on. So, so we're trying to expose that to the entire organization because what happens a lot of time, James, is, is people, the customer just becomes a conversation that sales, marketing, and customer success team talks about. But then the engineering team, the operations team, the, the finance team, all those people that are really important for your company to grow, they have no understanding or they don't necessarily empathize with who the customer is. And now yeah. bringing them in flesh in your office and having them and giving them this stage at all hands in front of your hundreds of employees, it really elevates them 
them because they're working and that's kind of our core value to to help them be heroes in their organization. We want to really put them on a pedestal in our organization and give them a spotlight because they we believe they fully deserve it. So I love that. those I, are some of the examples. I, I love and the example of kind of bringing a customer into your office, not only does I think you know, it, it, it helps you guys be more authentic. I, and the reason I think it helps you be more authentic is because it enables your team to be more empathetic, right? Like bringing Charles in, hearing his story, hearing his desires, what he aspires to in his career, challenges that he's facing, you know, day in, day out at, at his company as a, as a digital marketing manager. It allows your entire team to empathize with Charles as a human. And, and I think when we can empathize with our customers, I think that is directly correlated to to our ability to to really walk out this authenticity in action. So I, I love that you shared these stories. Anything else around authenticity, Sangram, that could really help put legs on this idea for folks so that it goes from being a buzzword to actually an action plan? We share a couple more examples here. So it's not just about being authentic internally. It's also being authentic when we are out there in the marketplace, yeah. right? So yeah. yes, bringing a customer, doing videos internally, writing handwritten notes internally. A lot of these things might seem like, okay, it's all internal focused. But when you go out in the marketplace, how do you behave really matters because people take note of it. And, and nobody might say this to you, but everybody can feel in, in that process who you are and how you do it. And again, it cannot be one person's job. It has to be an organizational job. So the authenticity in action externally is like we were at a serious decisions conference, for example. We sell to marketers for people who don't know uh, Terminus or, or, or what we do. We, we sell to, to B2B marketers, right? So typically what happens in, in most conferences is when you have a booth, you always take your sales team and they're tasked with manning the booth and their job is to talk to everybody and try to get more deals done, right? Yeah. You don't want to do that. That is like one part of many parts that we look at a conference, for example. So what we typically do is when we go to a conference, we typically have at least one or two marketing people because we want to talk to marketers and marketers want to talk to marketers. Yeah. They don't want to talk to just sales. So salesperson is there to show a demo if the marketer is interested, not to try to get them to buy immediately and the whole one night stand thing. So we always have a marketer. So Steph Kelly, who, who runs our ABM program, is always on staff or Tori, who is another person who, who does, uh, who's the director of ABM at Terminus. They both or one of them are typically at these booths every time so that they can have a authentic conversation with a marketer. And then the salesperson is there for demo. And in addition to that, we always take one or two customer success people. So what that allows us to do is they are setting throughout the day. Their job is not to close deals. Their job is throughout the day at our booth, bring customers in, talk to them about, share what, what's coming up on the roadmap, hear what they have to do. All those one-on-one -on -one meetings actually are happening at our booth the whole time. So our booth is always buzzing every time we're at a conference because we do not take this one approach of acquisition. We take an approach of acquisition, engagement, and also customer success. And, and that just creates an incredible bond between these two teams, as well as the customer, because they feel like, oh, they, they actually look like people, talk like yeah. people, and you know, in, hopefully they feel like we care enough. Yeah, I, I love that idea of not just sending the sales team to your your trade shows, to your conferences, but having someone from customer success, sales and marketing. To your point, I think it makes it a, a more fun experience for the folks at the booth from 
from the Terminus team, but I, I absolutely see how it creates a more authentic engagement when folks do come by and chat with them because they're talking with one of their peers, not, you know, if, if they're a marketer, they're not just talking to a sales rep. So I, I love that concept. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll leave you with one last thing to kind of just keep blowing this up to the next level, right? We talked about internal authenticity that we can do, we talked about external, how we behave externally, but then you go back and, and take it to the next level is like, well, how do you treat your community that cares deeply about you and they are part of the community? You exist because of your community. And how, how do we make sure that, that we don't go on this ivory tower of just talking to CEOs and talking to just CMOs? How do you talk to real practitioners who are in the trenches making stuff happen? So Nick and Nixon on the Flip My Funnel team came up with this amazing idea of 10-minute teardown for the Flip My Funnel conference that we're doing in August, where we're going to have 12 sessions happening, six marketing, six sales for 10 minutes. And we're going to have practitioners come in and, and be on the stage talking for 10 minutes, just very actionable. How do we how they practice their marketing, their sales craft in front of the whole whole audience, thousand plus people, right? So the idea there is that, hey, let's make sure that we have keynotes with all these amazing influencers, but let's make sure we give stage to the practitioner, the real people who are in the trenches, the firefighters, the frontline soldiers who are making things happen. So we're trying to take you to the next level in the community perspective so that they feel and they are kind of marveled at for all the things that we do. So there's many ways to practice authenticity. I don't think these are... These are all of it, or some of me may not even make sense to, so I don't know. But at the end of the day, it's not one person's job. It is your entire organization's job. I love it. I love it. So Sangram, if you were to wrap up this entire three-part series, you know, with a nice little bow, how would you go about doing it? I don't know if it's a, it's a nice little bow or not, but here's, <laughs> here's what I would say. Like the three big ideas that we have shared in this three-part series is really simple, but maybe really hard for you to, to kind of grasp and, and, and maybe put into effect. So take a time to listen and, and digest because I think it's really important. The number one was in B2B, the value of marketing is defined by sales. Make no mistake. That is the truth. It's a brutal truth. You, you may have to like just take a couple of tequila shots. I don't know to just get over <laughs> it. But that is the reality of it and get over it. The second part is you only serve customers and future customers. There are no prospects that exist. You don't. You only serve customers and future customers. There are people. And the third part is, look, there can be enough amount of technology. There's 10,000 more tools that are going to get created in the next year or so for marketers. But it's not about that. That's not what closes deals. What closes deals is when you're authentic, when you're yourself. So the future of anything, it doesn't even have to be ABM, I think is authenticity. And if you can practice it as a culture, man, I think you're going to be so happy. Your team is going to be so happy and your customers are going to see value in it. And I think that's what that's the, that's the mindset of building a growth company. I love it. Sangram, this three-part series has been has been incredible. These 100 plus episodes have been incredible. If you're listening to this, you haven't already subscribed. One, make sure to subscribe. If you haven't left a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to 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 this, make sure to leave a review. Those uh, those help the show get more reach within these platforms. So make sure and go do that. Sangram, again, this has been fantastic and uh, really love these chats, man. I love it, man. Thank you so much for giving both James and I the opportunity to go through this amazing future of ABMC. Hope you like it, man. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.